Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information, as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. Today is May 21st. In 1950, two people have died in violent storms and a tornado which have devastated southern England. Several others were injured in lightning strikes and fierce winds which caused massive damage to property around London. The two who died were Frederick Cast and James Perry of Kempston in Bedfordshire. Both were struck by lightning and killed as they ran for shelter. Three others with them were injured and taken to the hospital. The worst of the damage to property is caused by a tornado which began in the late afternoon in Buckinghamshire. Eyewitnesses spoke of a dense black cloud gathering on the horizon and quickly developing into a dark column of a tornado. It swept through the towns and villages across the top of London as far as the Cambridgeshire fens, leaving ruin in its wake. In the Buckinghamshire village of Linslade, the terrifying wind wrecked hundreds of houses and other buildings as it tore through the streets and surrounding fields. One resident, Tony Birch, described the scene. When we looked out at the side of the house, clouds appeared to be coming together in different directions. I believe we saw the actual source of the tornado. Whole streets of houses were ripped off the roof tiles, with furniture inside ruined by the heavy rain which followed. Dozens of people have made homeless, and relief workers are now helping those affected. There were extraordinary scenes as the wind passed over. Hundreds of trees were uprooted, drawn into the air, and dropped large distances away. The tornado also lifted up parked cars, cattle, and horses, and dumped them in nearby fields. Witnesses say the tornado was approximately 50 yards wide in places, although it shrank to just 5 yards wide in others. It took less than an hour to travel from one end of the village to the other, and it caused hundreds of pounds worth of damage. Other towns in the tornado's path were badly affected. About a half mile from Linslade, in the town of Leighton Buzzard, a shop in the High Street was struck by lightning and set on fire, while in Eli, Cambridgeshire, a double-decker bus was overturned. There were warnings of further flooding throughout the entire region, and it's likely that difficult weather conditions will continue. And in 1968, the loss of a nuclear attack submarine, the USS Scorpion, was the last peacetime loss of a naval vessel in the, until the Avenger-class mine countermeasure vessel U.S. Guardian ran aground off the Philippines. Unlike the case of the Guardian, 99 sailors lost their lives when the USS Scorpion sank after an explosion of undetermined origin. For the time, America's skipjack-class submarines were very fast. According to the 13th edition of ships and aircraft of the U.S. fleet, these 3,075-ton submarines had a top speed of over 30 knots. Armed with six 21-inch torpedo tubes capable of firing anything from World War II vintage Mark 14 torpedoes to the early versions of the multi-role Mark 48, this sub was as lethal as they come. The USS Scorpion was the second of the six vessels to com be completed and was commissioned around 1960. According to GlobalSecurity.org, she carried out a number of patrols between then and 1967 before being slated for an overhaul. However, this overhaul was cut short by operational needs. The Scorpion was sent out on February 15, 1968, for what would become her last patrol. After operating in the Mediterranean Sea, she began her return voyage, diverting briefly to monitor a Soviet naval force. The last anyone heard from the sub was on May 21, 1968. Six days later, the Scorpion failed to arrive at Norfolk, where families of the crew were waiting. The Navy would declare her to be overdue and presumed lost, the first time such an announcement had been made since World War II. The sub would not be found until October of that year. 
The Navy would look into the disaster, but official court inquiry of the cause of the loss could not be determined with certainty, but there are several theories on what may have happened. One centered around a malfunction of a torpedo, but others suspect poor maintenance may have been the culprit, citing the rushed overhaul. And in 1881, Clara Barton and a circle of acquaintances founded the American Red Cross in Washington, D.C. Barton first heard of the Swiss-inspired Global Red Cross Network while visiting Europe following the Civil War. Returning home, she campaigned for an American Red Cross and for ratification of the Geneva Convention protecting the war injured, which the United States ratified in 1882. Barton led the Red Cross for 23 years, during which time they conducted our first domestic and overseas disaster relief efforts, aided the U.S. military during the Spanish-American War, and campaigned successfully for the inclusion of peacetime relief work as part of the global Red Cross network, the so-called American Amendment that initially met with some resistance in Europe. The Red Cross received the first congressional charter in 1900 and a second in 1905, the year after Barton resigned from the organization. The most recent version of the charter, which was adopted May 2007, restates the tradition purposes, the traditional purposes of the organization, which include giving relief to and serving as a medium for communication between members of the American Armed Forces and their families and providing national and international disaster relief and mitigation. Prior to the First World War, the Red Cross introduced its first aid, water safety, and public health nursing programs. With the outbreak of war, the organization experienced phenomenal growth. The number of local chapters jumped from 107 in 1914 to 3,864 in 1918, and the membership grew from 17,000 to over 20 million adult and 11 million junior Red Cross members. The public contributed $400 million in funds and material support Red Cross programs, including those for American and Allied forces and civilian refugees. The Red Cross staffed hospitals and ambulance companies and recruited 20,000 registered nurses to serve the military. Additional Red Cross nurses came forward to combat the worldwide influenza epidemic of 18, 1918. After the war, the Red Cross focused on service to veterans and enhanced our programs in safety training, accident prevention, home care for the sick, and nutrition education. We also provided relief for victims of such major disasters as the Mississippi River floods in 1927 and severe drought and depression during the 1930s. The Second World War called upon the Red Cross to provide extensive services once again to the U.S. military, allies, and civilian war victims. We enrolled more than 104,000 nurses for military service, prepared 27 million packages for allied and American prisoners of war, and shipped over 300,000 tons of supplies overseas. At the military's request, the Red Cross also initiated a national blood program that connected, collected 13.3 million pints of blood for use by the armed forces. After World War II, the Red Cross introduced the first nationwide civilian blood program that now supplies more than 40% of the blood and blood products in this country. During the 1990s, we engineered a massive modernization of blood services operations to improve the safety of our blood products. We continue to provide services to members of the armed forces and their families, including during the Korean, Vietnam, and Gulf Wars. The Red Cross also expanded our services into such fields as civil defense, CBR AED training, HIV, AIDS education, and the provision of emotional care and support in the wake of disasters. Since 2006, the Red Cross and FEMA have worked together helping government agencies and community organizations plan, coordinate, and provide feeding, sheltering, and family reunification services for people affected by disasters. Today, supporters, volunteers, and employees of the American Red Cross provide compassionate care in five critical areas. People affected by disasters in America, support for members of the military and their families, blood collection, processing and distribution, 
health and safety education and training, and international relief and development. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com Unusual Tornado in Southern England at news.bbc.co.uk The U.S. Submarine Scorpion at wearethemighty.com and American Red Cross at www.redcross.org The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.